Shalom. Good morning. Happy prep day. I'm so glad you're here with me this morning for Morning Manna. I am Lee. This is Fiery Faith Ministries. And today is prep day. We're so excited for that. We're getting closer to Pesach. Uh, I don't know about you, but in our house, we're uh, cleaning out the leaven, getting every, every bit of it removed from our house. And that includes doing that as a process within us, getting out anything that isn't pleasing to the Father and just being able to clean our vessel out so that we're able to take in the the wonderful filling of the Ruach HaKodesh so we can have walk into this new biblical year uh, serving on every way that we can. Good morning to Amanda. I know you're probably checked in as you were headed into class. Thank you so much for checking in with us. We're praying for you, praying that your prep day and your last day of class go well. Good morning to James, my husband, and Nina, and Cassie, and anyone else that's watching live that may not be in the chat or that is coming in as we're getting going. I'm just so blessed by everyone here I'm praying over everyone. I know as I was working on this last night, and, and James talks about this a lot, sometimes we know way ahead, y'all is pressing something on, but it, it took a minute for me to be quiet and listen to what the Father wanted me to, to discuss this prep day. And it's funny how when you come across something that you're researching, that you're studying out, and, and it's something that just touches your heart and you're like, yes, that is how I want to be. That circumstances happen that make you have to prove that that's the way you want to be. So sometimes we may have some opposition that happens out of nowhere that's just trying to throw you off your game. I know that happens to everyone. We live in a constant state right now where the adversary wants to take our feet out from in, under us in every way. And sometimes we're it's from the father and we're being corrected. And sometimes it really is that you're walking the path just like the father wants. And the adversary does not like that. And they want to sweep your legs right out from underneath you. Either way, I'm praying for all of us collectively as in the body of Yahusha. You know, we have to lift one another. We have to love one another. We have to approach each other with forgiveness and kindness, humility and understanding. All of the things that Yahushua HaMashiach had for us. Otherwise, for, for whom do we speak? If we're not speaking with his words, for whom are you speaking? For whom are you representing? And if he could turn his cheek um, until it landed him on a cross and his love held him to it to save us, then I think we can turn our cheeks no matter what. And that's what I intend to do every single day that y'all wakes me up. Good morning, Wirewool. We are so blessed by you here this morning as well. We're praying for you and lifting you as well as everyone else who is here. So what? I wanted to talk about today on this prep day is the way of love. And it is something that I think is, that we should think about every single day, not just today, not just when it fits, you know, this is a, a check 
check in a checklist, you know, no, this is something we should think about every single day in our interactions, whether they are uh, with loved ones or whether they're with strangers, because really Yahushua HaMashiach resides within all of us. He died for every single person um, to save us all, not just this one or that one. And rather than, you know, saying I'm more worthy or you're more worthy, we just need to get to the thought of we're all worthy. And what can we do to help each other? What way can we lift each other up so that everyone be willing to accept this gracious gift of the blood, the redemptive blood of our Messiah? What is it that we can do? And we'll see if I can get my, my thing to work here. Oops, no, I went too far. As children, for the most part, we start out with a clean slate for most children. There are some of us that that might have had a really bumpy existence to start. But let's talk in a sense that children start out with a clean slate. We see the world and all its beauty without anywhere of the world to obscure it. They're just a clean slate. Children don't see others as a color, a race, or a religion, but as a possible friend or teammate. Have you ever just sat at a at a play yard, at a park, and watched how small children interact with each other? You know, three-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old. Everyone's a possible friend, and that includes animals. You know, they just see everything and everyone for what it is, something to love, something to be a part of. You know, the world is full of so much possibility and wonder. I love watching children. I love watching how they interact with the environment and with nature and with each other. For the most part, it's just precious, you know. If only we could hold on to that innocence, that carefree innocence and happiness. Children are able to forgive quickly and love with everything they have. We could take some lessons from children. They really can. They can be mad at you one second, you know, ice cream, I'm sorry, a cuddle, and boom, they forgot it and they're on to the next thing. I mean, that's generally how it works. With Pesach approaching, we are all removing the leaven from our houses and from our lives. We're purging out the deepest parts of us, or at least I hope that's what all of us are doing. I definitely always have things that can be worked on, removed. I am not perfect. I have never said I was and I never am. And praise Yah, Yahushua HaMashiach loves me just the same as he loves you. During this time, we pray for Yahweh to reveal, for, reveal to us what is not pleasing within us so that we can purge it, remove it, and repent, and then move on. We repent, repent and purge so that we can be filled completely by the Ruach HaKodesh. And I'm praying always for Yahweh to help me remember that childlike love, friendship, joy, and happiness that he gave us in the very beginning. To see with those eyes that don't judge or hate to love with a heart that forgives quickly and holds no grudges and worship with childlike wonder and awe in the King of Kings. 
And I really believe that is something all of us can learn. We can learn a lesson from children. We really can. And we can learn what it is and and why Yahusha used them so often to speak to us about how we're to be. We have to humble our hearts, lighten that weight that we carry, and approach with a heart capable of pure worship. So we have to lay all that baggage down. We have to lay down the shame and the hate, the worry, the anxiety. We have to get rid of all of that so that we can be a pure, cleansed heart, worthy of the Ruach and capable of that pure worship. And I think that's what Yahushua was talking about. In Matthew 18, 2 through 6, And Yahushua called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them and said, Amen, I say unto you, except ye turn back and become as little children, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whosoever Whoso shall receive one such little child in my name receives me. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. What I see here is he's saying we have to turn back and become as these little children who haven't picked up all the baggage of this world to carry it around. They haven't created an ego. They haven't placed themselves on a pedestal. They haven't let in lust and all of the works of the flesh. They are just innocent and their focus is on joy, happiness, and they're able to just worship the Father without being... the. Un- unencumbered. They're unencumbered by all of this stuff that we pick up. And he he's saying, we got to turn back. We got to go back to where we were before, set down all of these works of our flesh and set our flesh down. You know, people want to say, I deserve to be treated this way or deserve to be treated that way, or you did this or you did that. You know, none of that matters. You're to get up every day and walk this walk out like Yahushua did. And his way was you turn the other cheek. You approach your brethren with love, humility, and grace and forgiveness. You turn your cheek as many times as it takes. And forgiveness should be quick. In Matthew 19, 13 through 15, they were there, brought then were there brought unto him little children that he should put his hands on them and pray. And the Talmudin rebuked them. But Yahushua said, suffer the little children and forbid them not to come unto me for of such is the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and departed thence. It doesn't matter when your walk started. It doesn't matter to Yahushua if you're new and studying the word or if you've done it for 40, 50 years. We are all his children. We are all capable. Once we've accepted him and we've been water immersed and we're walking in obedience and truth, it doesn't matter how new 
we are or how long we've done this. He wants all of us to approach him, to study him out, to speak of him, to spread his word. We're all capable of that. Doesn't mean that we should call me a rabbi or you a rabbi. Call no man a rabbi. We're to teach. We are to not teach. We are to study together as brethren so that we are iron sharpening iron. And in a way we do teach. When you learn something, you are supposed to share it with the world, to be a light of the world. And that's all any of us can do. It's the best thing that we can do every single day. Have that joy in Yahusha, the joy of Yahusha. We have joy in him, but guess what? He has joy in us as well. And 3 John 1, 4, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. That's all of us. You're his child. I'm his child. We have to get back to that childlike faith. In Romans 15, 13, now the Elohim of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Ruach HaKodesh. I love that. The Elohim of hope. Now the Elohim of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. It's all that matters. These things that we attach and pick up by our flesh that we want to hold on to, that we think that we, you know, deserve anything. We've been given everything by his redemptive blood. And if he says that we're to love one another and forgive one another, then that's what we should do every day. Philippians 2, 1 and 2, 2. If there be therefore any consolation in Mashiach, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Ruach, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love being of one accord of one mind. To me, that says, look, to be in me, we're going to have, you're going to have to assimilate to how I'm thinking. And his thinking was, even as he was our enemy, even as we weren't walking in his way and hadn't fully accepted him, he still chose to die for us, to save us. Even if it had just been one, he would have done it just for that one. He leaves the, the 99 for the one. He'll leave the 99 behind to go after that one. And that's what he's doing constantly. So we have to be like-minded and having the same love being of one accord and of one mind. And his mind is light. His, his life is light and his life is in us. So that makes us the light. And when you're in the light, you can't be, you're not to inhabit the darkness. Darkness can't exist in the light. But if you're in the darkness, if you're in your flesh, there is no light. And that's just the way it is. That's the way he's saying we have to be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. And in doing so, we have to be able to have that childlike faith, that childlike love and joy and forgiveness, and to be that person that is willing to just focus 
on the path to get to Yahusha and Yahuwah, to walk in their way, to never make Yahweh turn his face away from us. Wirewool says, I loved being a little kid. Then when then I went to school and discovered how harsh the world is. That's exactly right. I grew up for living with my grandparents in the country in a very small rural community and loved every minute of it. I worked on a farm. I learned how to ride horses. I didn't wear shoes. You know, I could run on gravel. I could, you know, work helping bail hay. I wasn't the strongest of kids, but it was good. You worked. You ate together. You worked together. You prayed together. I loved every second of being that kid there because there was no holding on to strife. Everyone had to work together. So you had to be willing to get past yourself to be able to work as a family unit. It was important. What does love have to do with the hearts of man? Can love conquer all? I tell you, it already has. The love of a true friend who sees us exactly as we are under all the layers that life has put upon us. The layers of shame, guilt, hurt, rejection. The layers that melt off with the living water of Yahushua HaMashiach. The layers that are cleansed with the blood of the lamb, the Pesach lamb, perfect and unblemished. What are you willing to give up for Yahushua who gave up his life for you? Can you give up your flesh as he gave his? Can you return to childlike affection and joy, even in the midst of the battle, even in the midst of financial difficulty, problems in family, problems in relationships, problems with the world, problems with friends, problems with anything? What is worship without love? If Messiah is in each of us, how can we not love one another? I say that we can. And we can. He did it. <laughs> we can do it. Uh, and first, uh, I think, First Corinthians 13, 1 through 7. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love, I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love envies not. Love does not vaunt itself, is not puffed up, does not behave itself unseemingly, seeks not her own, is not easily provoked, thinks no evil, rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Shalom, Betty. I'm glad you made it. Love you too. I was worried. Continuing in 13.8 through 13.13. 13. 
Love never fails, but whether they there be prophecies, they shall, shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know, even as also I am known. And now abides faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. And that's the most important thing we're told repeatedly by Yahusha. Love one another. First, we love Yah with all our heart, mind, soul, our might, our strength, with everything we have. And then we love our neighbor as ourself. And each of us are each other's neighbor. If you exist on the earth with me, we're neighbors. And that's how it works. And now abides faith, hope, and love these three, but the greatest of these is love. I see he puts here, I put away childish things. When he was a child, he spoke as a child, understood as a child. And I understand we have to increase in our knowledge as we grow. But now, like we see, we see through a glass darkly because we have been through so much as we've grown up. I do think being able to have that childlike faith, that childlike love and joy and understanding brings us closer to Yahusha and the Father because we're able to set down these works of the flesh that want to keep us grounded to this world, to this earth, so that we're constantly in a battle with someone or something when all we should be doing is focusing on the Father, worshiping Him, and, and speaking His words and working in His ministry to save as many as we can. Time is short. Pesach is here. You know, the seasons and the feast click by through time, and we understand that there is these giant gears in a clock that are clicking through as we speed up through things happening in this world. And I just really think we need to take some time and watch some children, see how they are able to love and see each other without having those lenses on that we get as we age and we go through such hard things that make us forget what it is to just have that childlike love and joy and faith and worship, you know, just that pure love to lay in the grass and stare at the clouds. And even though now they're not real, but count the stars at night, wonder, uh, take in the awe and wonder of everything that Yahweh made, the beauty of everything, the sacrifices that were given for us. You know, it's easy to realize how important forgiveness is, especially in this season, to remember exactly what Yahusha did for us and exactly that it was love that held them held him to that tree not the nails it was his love for each of us and i think we can learn from that to love each other 
And I love what Nina says here. Faith in the Ruach, hope in Messiah, love Elohim. That is it exactly. And how beautiful is that? That should be a banner over us as we walk out every day. Faith in the Ruach, hope in Messiah, and love in Elohim. Because we are saved because we were loved that much. So I pray your prep day is great. And I pray that you join us tonight on our Friday fellowship as we talk about this week's <coughs> Torah portion. <coughs> Every time. <coughs> so sorry. It happens every Friday. Um, we will be joined tonight and are so excited to have Lyndon and Ruth with Left and Right Ministries. They'll be coming on and doing live worship songs. I believe three songs for us tonight. And then we will have our regular fellowship where we discuss about the Torah portion. I pray that you've been able to read it. If not, we do record it every Tuesday so that you can listen. It's on podcast as well. If you're driving, you can listen to it. Bring your insight and your comments. We're just, we just look so forward to the fellowship. You're our family. It's the same as if we were able to gather together in our living room. And honestly, I pray and think about being able to do that with each of you all the time. I can't wait to be able to hug and laugh and talk with everyone as we get ready, you know, to go into our Sabbath. And I pray that your time leading into Pesach is one of reflection and prayer and that we're each able to take out from us those things that are hindering us from having that pure and innocent, unadulterated love and respect for our Father and worship. I think going back, turning back, to having that childlike faith and love is, is something I'm really going to focus on in this season as I'm removing what keeps me from being able to just be that with him, to just be his child. So I love you. I pray your day is wonderful. And I hope to see you guys later. Shalom. Shalom.